Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. I am back and we are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 16, looking at verses 6 through 9, read from the New King James Version. And we're studying and uh, looking at the life of Samson. And we're still looking at Samson and Delilah, which is a very familiar Bible story. Samson falls into the same snare. This is his third time falling into the same snare. It's hard to say whether this is more of Samson's weakness or if this is Delilah's wickedness. But let's listen to the biblical account. It reads, So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies and with what you may be bound to afflict you. And Samson said to her, If you bind me with seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, and she bound him with them. Now men were lying in wait, staying with her in the room. And she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he broke the bowstrings as a strand of yarn breaks when it touches fire. So the secret of his strength was not known. Again, uh, Judges chapter 16, verses 6 through 9, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. We are back to Judges chapter uh, 16, verses 6 through 9, read from the New King James Version. Samson lies to Delilah about the source of his strength. She said, please tell me where your great strength lies. The source of Samson's strength was not obvious. This means he was probably not a large, uh, heavily muscular man like a modern-day bodybuilder. So you won't see Arnold Schwarzenegger, but just an ordinary, small, skinny, probably-looking man. Just a normal man, normal height. Could anything be more wicked than Delilah's insistence to discover uh, a secret which she knew would endanger his life? What could be more base and disingenuous, more false and treacherous, than to have him lay his head in her lap as one whom she loved, and at the same time to design uh, the way to betray him to those who were in the room with her. 
and he kept his wits about him in, um, you know, giving her an answer that wasn't true. She asked him where did his strength lay or where did it lie and whether it was possible for him to be bound and afflicted, pretending that she only desired that he would satisfy her curiosity in this one little matter and that she thought it was impossible for him to be bound by anything more than her charms. And uh, she said, now what can we use to bind you that we may afflict you? So she told him her plan. So, you know, you look at Samson and you wonder, wow, what kind of uh, man is this? You see the trap, you know it's a trap, and you walk right into it. Delilah knew that Samson was strong Yet, uh, she also knew that he could be bound with something. And this was indeed true. One might say uh, that um, he was bound by the attention and affection of an ungodly woman. Ungodly and attractive, probably. She was probably a beautiful woman. And remember, Solomon talked about that. And she asked, and not just to afflict you, but to bind you. And Samson could have easily uh, known and seen Delilah's heart by the way she immediately tried to bind him with what he deceptively said he could be bound with. The fact that he did not tell her the truth proved that he knew that she was a she had dangerous intentions. And as we look about, look at things in our own lives, when Satan is just blatantly telling us, you know, we know that it's a trap and we walk right into it. He's not even trying to hide it. He doesn't put nothing over it. You see it and you walk right into it. And we have to ask God's forgiveness as we step into these traps that we know are there. These snares that we know are there. The Holy Spirit has tried to to make us go around it, to make us avoid it, to do things to get us back on the right path. And we just choose to go our little merry way and do what we want to do, as Samson does. And this Samson is doing this to his own peril. And sometimes, as our pastor used to say in um, at our church in Houston, sometimes it might be everlasting too late. God has already warned us. The Holy Spirit has showed us and we still choose to do what we know is wrong. And it's like, it's everlasting too late. God has to uh, deal with us. Like uh, that child that has to be disciplined because he's been warned or she's been warned many times. Don't touch the stove. You're gonna get burned. Don't uh, grab the cat by the tail. You're gonna get scratched. And they do it anyway. <laughs> That's what happens with disobedience. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. I thank you for the short time that I was away, that I had time to uh, go to a conference, and I thank you for Journey Mercies and Traveling Graces, that we're back home safe. We, I mean, we're retired, so it's always on the go. And Father, we thank you for protecting us and protecting uh, everything that pertains to us in the name of Jesus. Father, we're praying there's so much going on in the world. There's so much going on in the world. All we can do is cast all of it towards you and um, 
cast it on you because that's what your word says. Cast our cares upon you because you care for us. We thank you, God, that you care for us. We thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit that guides us. We thank you, God, for your son, for his uh, life, his death, and his resurrection for, um, for us as a propitiation, a word that's hard for me to say, but as a way to cleanse us of our sins. We thank you for that, Father. We thank you for the picture, even as we read about Samson, a person, a man, a great man, a leader, who, uh, as one uh, historian said about, I can't remember who it was, uh, to paint him warts and all. So we see your heroes, warts and all, and we thank you for that. You thank, we thank you that you show us that you can use even uh, what seems like the worst of us to do the best for you. We thank you for that, Father. We're praying for those who need you in a special way. And at this time, they can voice whatever their needs are. And God, as we voice our needs, we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.